touch. That certainly didn't go to the required on the left. Amble was so clever, so good. And Murphy is it. What a goal for the Blues. The young and the old together. The ground and there it is. Paulson, McGovern again. Oh, yes. This to give Carlton the lead. They're in front. The Blue Boys. Stopping and dropping. Pitch gets in. And the table here is gone. And you can put down the glasses. It's an amigo. It's an amigo that will finish it off. Kick it, Jeffrey. He does. Carlton are on their way to Sydney. G'day, Blue Baggers, and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. Round one in the books, done and dusted. What a match it was. We didn't get over the line, but there's a lot to get through. Fresh off the match against Richmond on a beautiful Thursday night at the MCG, it is your host, Jed Zetzer, here, alongside my co-host, Harrison Hymans. Bolt, welcome to the show. Good to see you, Zoot. Good to be back at the footy, the MCG on a nice Thursday evening. It was just, you know, let's just... You know, result aside for a moment, it was thrilling just to, you know, walk down Brunton Avenue, walk through, you know, into the Coliseum, you know, get to your seat. It was awesome. It was crazy to be back. And I guess when we when we scanned our tickets, that's when it really kicked in for me. When I got through the turnstiles, I was like, I'm home. We're back. We're in. You can see the grass. Yeah. Can... Oh, and the grass looked good tonight, didn't it? It was good. It was good to be there, you know, and... We were obviously outnumbered, given it was a Richmond home game, but there was still a bit of Carlson. You know, we're, we're in the AFL members, so mm. it was quite mixed in there as well. It was. It was. We uh, we obviously saw a lot of blue baggers around us, which I was surprised. I didn't expect to see that many that many blue baggers, but it was great nonetheless. Uh, but yeah, obviously, majority of the crowd was Richmond. Initial thoughts after the match. I mean, it's, it's a tough one to analyse, because I thought we played really well, but at the end of the day, we lost... And then, you know, I mean, this is straight after the match. So, you know, very raw. Haven't had a lot of time to sort of analyze it, but I guess that's what we're doing here. What are your initial reactions after that match and your thoughts? It's almost just same, same. As in Carlton, they're a bit of a tease, aren't they? As in, because we, we, we played well enough. Well, we played well. We played well, but we just probably lacked that 10, 15% polish. We just probably weren't efficient enough in mm. front of goal and when you, you are playing you know the reigning premiers you've got to take those half chances and Mackay Mr. Couple Fogarty Fisher Dow O'Brien. just you know O'Brien just like little chances in front of goal mm. that you know we didn't take and you know Richmond were dobbing him from everywhere from the set shot so it was just efficiency going forward I think was the main difference to be honest yeah that's fair and I, and I think so it's weird because you sort of, you put it into context, you go, well, we were missing, you know, four to six best 22 players, a couple of other players for added depth. Uh, you know, we've come into the match so far from our absolute best 22, but we've played so well. We've only lost by four goals. It was basically a two-goal game, in we, my opinion. We led for 40 minutes tonight. Yeah. So it was... It was it was a two-goal game, I thought. I mean, I know we lost yeah. by four goals, but it was two goals either way the whole match. And, you know, we had so many missed opportunities. So when you put that all together, you're probably going away from it thinking, well, you know, what more could we have really expected from the night after the way it unfolded? Yeah, I, I do agree. It was just frustrating. And, you know, even deep, you know, 20 minutes into the last quarter, you know, it was within the game was within a kick. I feel like... The game was there. Yeah, I... I oh. 
think we were four points down, right yeah. deep in the match. After, after the Gibbons goal, and Dow went in and missed. Mm, which would have put us in front. I thought if you replaced one of our players with Zach Williams tonight, it would have made a world of difference. Is there uh, one that stands out that you'd replace? I feel like perhaps Lockie O'Brien, if he, you know, was replaced by Zach Williams, we just would have got so much more out of the match. At the end of the day... Well, let's be honest, he, he was the last man in. He got nine touches. That's not enough. And was it four or five in the first quarter? I think it was five in the first quarter. So he's had... Sorry, he's had four in the first quarter, three in the second, zero disposals in the third quarter, and two in the fourth. So he's... And one of those disposals in the fourth quarter was a major blunder in the middle of the ground, which results in the goal. He looked promising early on, O'Brien. He just faded out of the game. He really His first quarter was fantastic. Kicked yeah, a goal. Was very acceptable. Got involved. But yeah, at the end of the day, just... He uh, runs around like a headless chook a little bit, O'Brien. I also don't like how the, the players don't pass to him. There were a few occasions where one he was occasion, Yeah, there was one occasion where it was ridiculous. He had the whole southern side wing to himself, and, I, and they... They did it a couple of times where they just almost took the wrong option. There was a moment where, and he was probably our best player on the night, but even where I remember Nunes on the other wing, when in the second quarter, when Walsh, I think, tried to lace out Harry up the middle of the ground, and we had Nunes, you know, just almost running carry the footy. Mm. You know, because if we've got the footy, you know, they're not scoring. Yeah, you I know, agree. You just, you know, the safe option almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go through the debutants, Bolt. Yes. So... Adam Saad, what are our thoughts? I thought, personally, he was fantastic. He started slowly and just grew into the game. He is... I agree. His second half was, you know, ridiculous. He was very good. So there was one kick he did. It was almost suckling-esque in the third quarter in the middle of the ground it, on his left foot, and it was so silly. Yeah. That he, was crazy. We look a much better team when Saad has the ball in his hands. He kind of has you on edge a little bit, doesn't he? You know, because you think he's either going to run it too far or he's going to, you know, get caught holding the ball or take one unnecessary bounce. But he's superb and he changes the way we play when he's got the foot. Oh, absolutely. You've 25. Gotta, you've just got to get the ball into his hands. 25 disposals, 80% efficiency. Uh, he went with 18 pressure acts, which I think is a standout stat. Five marks. He had the four tackles. He had the six rebound 50s and the four inside 50s. So he's had a bit of everything. He was clearly dominant around the ground, not just in the defensive half, but at the same time played a nice defensive role. So I thought it was very close to a complete game for Saad. He played very well. He's just he's just a beautiful user. He's just clean. Mm. He, that's mm. what he is. He oozes class, Adam Saad. He does. And we haven't had a player like that. you know, Probably since Chris Yaron. That, and I was even going to say, you know, probably wasn't as classy as Yaron in terms of, you know, you know, flaunting the footy, but Heath Scotland was also a very oh, good yeah, distributor a of point. halfback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lockie Fogarty, the other debutant, uh, 20 disposals, went at 75% efficiency. Uh, couple of standout stats. He had the four marks, 13 pressure acts, uh, two tackles, three inside 50s, and... Uh, Two one percenters as well. I thought it was a it was a positive debut. Uh, definitely opened the game with an outstanding rundown tackle uh, to kick things off. Could he have done more? Um, I'll ask you that question. Could he have done more? Yeah, you I, reckon? I I think his game was bland. You reckon? It wasn't for me. It was neither here nor there. 
See, I heard someone around us say, I think it could have been you even. Oh, no, I don't think it was you. Um, that he's, you know, reminds us of another Darcy Lang, Billy Smets type. I, my personal opinion I'm is... I'm not going to jump to that conclusion after a game. Yeah, I think it was someone around... Anyway, um, I don't think it's fair. I mean, he, he's had 20 touches. Let's be frank. There were games where Darcy Lang, most games, oh, where he didn't get not, over five. It's not that I think he played badly. I just don't really have an opinion on his game. Cause I That's don't, fair. Because I just don't think it was... I don't know. I feel like on debut, 15 effective disposals is a fair effort. No, I agree. It's, yeah. It, it reads, his numbers read. No, it's okay. fair. It, I guess you could interpret no, it as I think, him I think someone there. like that, you know, even, I know it's one, you know, instance, but if he kicks that set shot, it makes him, it well, makes that, it, I was going to bring it, that it, up. It makes a difference to his, you know, how you look at his game. If someone like that's hitting the scoreboard. Yeah, if he kicks that set shot at a crucial point in the game, we're probably sitting here giving him raps. And the same goes with Fisher, and the same goes with Murphy. We didn't get any goals out of the well, three. Well, what, what do you think of Murph? I, well, uh, Murphy gets bashed for not having a defensive side to the game. And I just think the reality is whether you like it or not, you just got to accept it. But I think when the when, Mur- when the ball's in Murphy's hands, you can usually be assured that it's going to be an adequate disposal. Well, he went at over 80% tonight, Murph. Yeah, he no, he's a beautiful him. user of the footy, and he's very crafty to but have four of the ball. Yeah, he didn't. He, he faded after half time. I thought his first half was pretty good. Yeah, he had uh, eight disposals in the first half, and then three yeah. in the second. Yeah, it was noticeable. He looked slow. He looked tired, Murphy. Mm. He he, he, was, he did a bit. He trails a lot, you know, on the defense. He doesn't defend. Uh, Zach I'm, Fisher can't sugarcoat it. Mm, Zach Fisher, the other one, uh, who didn't hit the scoreboard, but at the same time, he had 20 disposals. Yeah, and it's bit the same. He was probably better than Fogarty, I thought, Fisher, because he sparked a bit. You know, I think he... Did he have a couple goal assists as well? Yeah, yes. I think he did have a couple goal assists. Uh, we def- I know he definitely had one. He had... Yeah, he had eight he, score involvements. He just had the one, but yeah, eight, eight score involvements. Eight score involvements is, a, is key to scoring yeah. chains, Zach yeah. Fisher. So you can see where his value is in the Carlson team. But once I guess, again, I guess, well, Murphy had 13 pressure acts and Fisher's had 12. Those are probably the numbers you want from those. Yeah, and that's, that's a pretty good forwards. game from Fisher. Yeah. Um, uh, Fisher's not an issue. I'd love for him to kick goals, though. But, you know, we got goals out of, you know, you know Gibbons ch- chipping with two in that same mm. type of role as well. Let's talk about the sub very quickly because yes. we forgot about our other debutant, Oscar McDonald. Now, yes. halftime, Jack Silvani ruled out with a shoulder. Uh, we really hope he gets up for next week because he was, I thought he was fantastic in the first half. A beautiful goal running in. Yeah, and he's important for us. He's clearly in the 22. You know why he's important? Because what he offers that's different to Casbolt and Mackay is that... He can play small. Yeah, he's a bit... Versatile. Yeah, like he's not like the, he he's not out of the contest once the ball hits the ground. No, Silvani. No, no. Whereas exactly. Once the ball hits the ground, it gets bold. It's Sayonara. Oh well, absolutely. When when the ball goes inside fifty and it's not a mark, in my opinion, straight away in my head, I'm thinking, well, Casbolt and Mackay not kicking a goal here. Yeah. Uh, Oscar McDonald, unbelievable second half. Good on the lad. Almost our best player in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'd say Pro- he was. Probably was. He was. He was. So, bri- he was brilliant. He's kicked two goals. He only had nine disposals, but he didn't really need to have more. 
He, how many marks? He would have had a couple of marks. He had three marks, one of them inside 50. Uh, two massive rundown tackles where he earned free kicks. Just, actually, could have been three. No, it was two. It was two. He, but unbelievable, I it's thought. It's the definition of taking your chances. Five score involvements in a half of football. You know, he was added to our list less than two weeks before the season started. He was part of a 23rd man rule, which was added yesterday mm. on the the day before the season started. And he's come in at half time, and he couldn't have contributed better. in no, the scoreboard. No. He provided a target up the ground, defensive acts. You know, he missed a shot. He could have had three McDonald. For me, that should earn a spot in the 22 next week. Absolutely. Undoubtedly. I proposed the question on our Twitter. We put a poll up and I said, if you could only take two of Levi, Casbolt, Harry Mackay uh, or Oscar McDonald into next week's game, which pair are you taking in? Before I read out the results, Bolt, which are you taking? I think they'll take all three in, but if they had to take two, I think it's Mackay McDonald off the back of tonight. They'll take all three. I, I agree they'll take all three. I would take McDonald and Casbolt. So I was seething with Mackay's game. As stupid as Mackay's game was, I still think he played better than Casbolt. Mm, I don't know about that. He looked more threatening in the air, I thought. Oh, I, I, that's what I was going to say. I thought Casbolt looked better in the air. Oh, Mackay just... I don't think Casbolt got marked on. I don't know. Mackay was definitely playing on a better defender. I just think... I well, know Mackay was very frustrating tonight. There's well, no doubt about it. So 52% have gone with McDonald and Mackay. That was the winning vote. So well, that's, that's what, so that's that's what you'd have gone with. Yeah. And 41% went with Mackay and Casbolt, and 7% went with my choice of McDonald and Casbolt. They're not going to drop Mackay. They won't drop Mackay, but There's no way. give me a spell they should. No. I, don't, I don't know. I just... No. I, I, you know I love Harry Mackay. I think he's as important as it gets for our football club. One of the most talented blokes on the list. But if I'm looking at tonight's game in isolation, and he'll know this. I mean, players know after they've had a filthy one. I just thought he was disappointing. I'll pose this to you. I don't... Sorry, I should... They shouldn't drop him after one game, but he was costly. Costly. I agree. I'll pose this to you. Do you think McDonald has that game if he's not the third tall forward? But the... mm, Probably not. So next week, you get Ruffhead and Moore, who are two pretty good defenders. Mm. Moore's going to go to Mackay. Ruffhead's going to go to Casbolt. He's going to get like a Madgen or a Howe or someone like that. Well, you know what? Play all three of them. They will. They'll definitely they will definitely play all three. They will. Uh, Bolt, let's move on. We've got some fresh segments for 2021. Now, Blue Baggers... It's a big year. We'll be doing, as you know, an episode after each match. Straight after the match, we'll be jumping in our studio here and uh, recording a show. New segments. First one, thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll run through some thumbs up moments from the match first, and then we'll run through some thumbs Just some positives. Yeah, some positives. Some negatives. Do do you want to throw any... We'll go one for one. Do you want to go first? In positives? Yeah. Um, For me... There was a goal in the... Michael Gibbons' goal in the second quarter, which came out of the middle, where Sam Walsh waltzed through a stoppage, handballed to Pittenet, who handballed to Cripps, who also went on the merry dance, handballed to Gibbons in gold. Mm. That goal was Delicious. that bloody good it wasn't funny. Yeah. 
That's Walsh awesome. and Cripps in the second quarter was... That's what we want to see for the next it decade. It was Judd Murphy of 2011. Mm. It was Batman and Robin. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. Walsh is just... He's got so much confidence with the footy. Oh, he's scary good. Uh, and the only critique on Cripps' game, he probably handballs a bit too much. Yeah. I'd like to see him be a bit more damaging and penetrating. Yeah. And, you know, the level he has to reach is being that 25-goal-a-year player, being that guy that, you know, breaks through and kicks in and inside 50. Mm. Like, I thought Cripps was fantastic. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, well, you've sort of stolen my thumbs up. I was just going to say Cripps' first half, full stop. Yeah. Thought it was unbelievable. Uh, another major thumbs up, Oscar McDonald. Fantastic debut. And this is, I'm, I'm going to say Adam Saad, but I'm going to sort of elaborate on Adam Saad. I think he offers us something that I have never really seen when watching Carlton in my time. Yeah. The combination of defence and offence put together. And I, I, I know we mentioned Chris Yaron before, Heath Scotland. And no disrespect to those guys. I'm certainly not saying Saad's any better. He's almost like Yaron and Scotland combined. Exactly. Exactly. He's his own player. He's extremely unique. He's... I want to use the word elastic. The way his legs... He he stretches the legs out into all different angles and... He strides. Yeah. He'd be a good hurdler. Yeah. He's (laughs) he's extremely uh, flexible. He was getting tackled at one point and his one leg was caught and then the other one just stretched out and hit someone, lace out. Uh, yeah, it's 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 something I've personally never seen before from a Carlton play. It's, he's he's just so good. It makes it easier watching him, knowing that he walked out in Essendon as well. Yeah, oh, it makes it awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's, he's so good. So good. Uh, I've got you, another one. Yeah, chuck him out. I thought our best player in the night was Lucky Plowman. I absolutely agree. I was all over him tonight. That was... A flawless, flawless performance. I don't think he could have done anything better. Didn't mm. concede a goal. Maybe. I think there was one on Martin late, but no one was stopping Martin. Not even bloody Bristol was stopping Martin. Yeah. But maybe he was. But um, <laughs> but Plowman was fabulous. Repeat efforts when the ball hit the ground. Was calm in the air. Good by foot. Kicked a massive goal. Kicked a massive goal. From such Ryan, his a first, crazy angle as well. I think it's his well. first AFL goal. It is his first AFL goal. He played well, Plowman. And that's a big thing. And I loved how the boys got around him. Yeah, they were loved about it. it. You know, he, he played very well. It was a very complete defending, defensive game from Plowman. Yeah, it was absolutely... Was, you know what he was? He was rock solid. Yeah, he was. He was. Didn't, he didn't miss a beat tonight, Plowman. Uh, so you mentioned best on ground. I thought he was clearly our best on ground. Uh... We did a tweet, though. We put out a poll who who was, and the four options I put in there were Plowman, Nunes, Walsh, and Cripps. Stiff on Saad, but I thought those were the four best, in my opinion. Dr. Nunes? Yeah, we'll, mention, we'll speak about him in a second, because I've got a thumbs up on him. 91% of the votes went to Walsh, so the general consensus from Blue Bag is he out there is good. that Sam Walsh was the best on ground. Plowman got 3%, Nunes 1%, and Cripps 5%. So, yeah, I mean, clearly... Walsh was perceived as the best on ground, but I think we've both thought Plowman was. I would have... Yeah, Plowman, Walsh for me. Um, so we're not going to talk about BNF 
votes tonight because it's after the first round and you know yeah. too early for a leaderboard. But well, I've done my votes and they got the same number. Plowman Walsh. Was it a nine? Yeah. So I've gone with a ten for Plowman. Mm. The fact that it was probably one of his best games for the club and he kicked the goal. Yeah. Which was. Not just the fact he Put kicked his first goal, but I mean, the circumstances, the kick itself, 50 metres out on the boundary line, doesn't get much better than that. He was very good. Yeah, so he gets a 10 for mine. Uh, but let's talk about Jack Newtons, because he is my next thumbs up. He worked into the game significantly after half-time, Nunes. He was just such an outlet on the wing, and I guess that was, you know, maybe because Nunes was so good, it was almost the downfall of Lockie O'Brien, because we're just using Nunes' wing. Well, there was no need to look the other way. Nunes was terrific. As in, and he's not the cleanest footballer. He's not the classiest footballer. But he, you know what it was? He was working back and forward. He was getting a lot of balls coming out of D50. He was our best defensive midfielder. Yes. 85% efficiency from 27 disposals. Those are outrageous numbers. Those are premium numbers. He, no, he played well, Nunes. He, like that he was is... a really good outlet tonight. Yeah. And from, yeah, so he's had 27 disposals and just three turnovers. Does it say how many rebound 50s? Yeah. How many do you reckon? Have a guess. Wasn't that impressive. He had three. Okay. But, but he also had two inside 50s. So he's worked yeah, he well between well. the arcs. He played arcs. well. Uh, didn't give away a free. He had seven pressures. He usually acts. does. It, that's he why usually I gives it away the dumb free kick. He also had two clearances. He played well. I enjoyed his game, Nunes. He was yeah. almost, yeah, I enjoyed his game. Yeah, and, uh, and 10 marks. He does, mate. 10 marks. He works hard. Seven score involvements. That is sublime. It's, uh, yeah. I, I thought he was brilliant, Nunes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, any more thumbs up before we move to the thumbs downs? Um, I guess, you know, probably wasn't his best game, but, you know, Wiedering, you know, at the end of the you day, know, I think Lynch only kicked one. Kicked one goal. Yep. As in Wiedering just goes about his business. Yep. Lynch had 11 disposals, right? Uh, so, I mean, it's been nullified. 50% efficiency. I, I will give another thumbs up, actually. And I'll speak about the coach. I think we defended as a t- I think we defended the ground better tonight than was what that, we did. Was that the best defensive performance under Teague? No, but given the opposition... He, they, I think we def- we defended very well. We didn't allow them free use of the corridor for the majority of the game. We, I, I just think as a team, we defended the space much better than we have previously. I've been very critical on it, and I think you know we closed down spaces, we kept them wide. I think he, def- I think we'll coach pretty well tonight. I was gonna. So my last thumbs up. I'm gonna elaborate on your point there. I think our system tonight worked. I mean, we've gone into a match against the very best team in the competition from the last five years, and clearly the benchmark this year. They are the best team by like currently by a stretch. I'm not sure how the season will unfold, but they're the reigning premiers with an incredible best 22 and the best system going around. And we went in there tonight. I don't want to use the word depleted. Because I don't think we were depleted, but we were missing at least four to six best 22 players. It would have been handy, Williams. And Martin. Replace O'Brien with Williams, and then perhaps replace... Who's probably the next one out? Off the back of tonight? Mm. We can transition this into our thumbs down, because I didn't think Tom Williamson played too well. 
Well, he wouldn't go out for Jack Martin. No. Who goes out for Martin? If Martin and Williamson are in next... Sorry, if Martin and Williams are in next week, who goes out? It's a tough one. Or Silvani, I guess, with the injury. That might be convenient for that conversation. But Probably. Probably, in fact. It may be an unlucky Fogarty. It may be an unlucky Gibbons. So if Silvani would have played the full game, and let's say played half decently... Fogarty was probably the bottom of the Gibbons, Silvani, Fogarty conversation. You can chuck Murphy and Fisher. And Murphy. Yeah, it's a tough one. Because they weren't... It's great. Because they weren't negative contributors. But it's just... They didn't... Let's move over the thumbs down. But yeah, that was my thumbs up, was that our system, it worked tonight. We matched it. I thought we matched it with the best. No, we did. We were in the game for a... And that's brilliant coaching. We're in the game... We're goal down percent of We're it. goal down in time on in the last quarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thumbs down, Bolt. Do you want to kick us off? Well, I'll, I'll go on about Williamson. I yeah. just... It was just a mess tonight. You reckon? Yeah. That's fair. It was just a mess. Yeah, so he's only... He'll had, play next week because he was a mainstay in our team last year. He's only had the 12 disposals, Williamson. Uh, He's on notice. You know, there's Newman still coming back into this team. I just think Williamson... I'm not sure. It's a bit of chaos when he gets the ball, isn't it? Yeah, and we don't need that with Saad in the team. No. We've got it, and we've got the classy chaos. Mm. Yeah. Well, my question is... My, my thumb's down. Well, it's not... And Yeah, you go. I don't know if it's a thumb's down, but... Because, so I actually thought, so Williamson and Petrovsky seed and had the jobs on Castagna and Rioli, yeah? Yeah. I thought Castagna and Rioli were both, I mean, they're both, I think Castagna... Nullified? Kicked, yeah, I'd say nullified, but at the same time, they kicked four goals. And that's, between, and, and that's the difference. And that's the difference. And then was the and because our small forwards, who didn't, didn't necessarily, yeah, didn't hit the scoreboard. We don't need to go hunting for 20 possessions and, you know, six clearances. I just we think... We goals. I think as much as we nullified those small defenders of Richmond... They bob up. They kicked four cheap goals and they were all through, you know, they were all on Petrovsky, Seddon and Williamson. It's annoying. For me, the other one who really made me want to pull my hair out was William Jones tonight. He was... I, th- I found him very frustrating. We love Jonesy. I love we, Jonesy. We love him. I he's love he's him. one of our favourites. But riding on the wall, you got it. You got to say it how it is. He was. He had a dirty night. He did. He just. He was just too erratic with ball in hand, Jones. Mm, mm. He was just. Well, we've he, said it a lot. He shouldn't have a kicking license. He just tries to bite off more than he can chew sometimes, which I love about him. I love that he's got the confidence. I love that he, you know, backs himself in because he's brilliant in the air, but. God. He got four kicks on him tonight as well, which hurts. It hurts. It wasn't a great night from Liam Jones. Almost his worst in a while. Yes, he doesn't go dirty often. No. He has dirty moments rather than dirty games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another... What do you think of the deliberate rush behind against him? I think someone... I think it was... One of our good mates who met at halftime, he said it was probably deliberate, but that's never paid. 
It was stiff. And then what about the Richmond one? And a couple, I think it was later, yeah. Nan Curvis. Yeah. It was stiff against Jones. It was very stiff. He never... My, my theory As I is... Said, I, I think I said it to you during the game. If that was deliberate out of bounds, I don't think we would have been complaining. But the fact that it was the deliberate rush behind in yeah. that instance was a bit stiff. He never had possession of the ball. Yeah. And then, as my dad said, who we were sitting with, it's more about how much intent are you showing to keep the ball in. I'd love to see an AF... I'm not saying whether the decision's right or wrong. I'd love to see an AFL analysis on it. Yeah, I'd love to see... I'd love, to, have, I'd love to see Hayden Kennedy explain it. Yeah, agree, agree. Because the AFL umpiring will tick it off, I reckon. Yeah. It's more the fact that they never pay it. It was stiff. Uh, any more thumbs downs before we move on to our next segment? Um, I think we've touched on, you know... Casbold and Mackay just probably being a little bit more efficient inside 50. Um, but otherwise, not really, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't a bad night for us. You know, I, I, I mean, know I've, we lost. I've got one more. I've yeah. got one more. Our tackling. We don't stick tackles. There a lot of half-assed efforts I saw tonight. I saw Pittenet in one instance. Richmond oh, were on the burst. Pittenet. And he put his hand out. Nobody. Nobody. He just put his hand out and it got belted on the way through. I think the fast... Tonight was a quick game. The fast pace of modern-day football requires Tom DeConing rucking yeah. for Carlton. I think we'll be much better with him. Uh, Bolt, next segment, stats of the week. I want to run through some stats. Uh, first one, Richmond broke a record 75 inside 50s. So is that an all-time record? I haven't got official confirmation, but I've seen someone on Twitter go with it, and I saw well, someone, and we saw it at the ground. You know what it might be? I think the disparity might be the record. No, maybe. No, that wouldn't be. I've 75 to 41. Whatever it was, record or not, it's a big disparity. And we only lost by four goals. It's weird. So I just... We're going to get to our Twitter questions soon. We will. I know a couple of people listening, hanging out for them. Don't worry. We'll get to them soon. But I just want to bring up one of them. So, the man we had on our season preview, the great man, Paul Barbaza. Baz has said, we had plenty of the ball tonight, yet only 41 inside 50s to Richmond's mammoth 75. Why so? And I followed up with, we had one more disposal than them. So, why was there such a disparity there of 34 inside 50s more for Richmond? It's That's repeat entries. Yeah. Because I think there was about 10 minutes in the third quarter where we were under the hammer as well. Probably the last 10 minutes of the last quarter. I'll put it down... I'll put it as simply down to when Richmond... Firstly, Richmond just exited their defensive 50 so quickly and so easily. Yeah. So when we were going in, it wasn't really coming back. It wasn't slingshotting. No. Very rarely did Carlton go in, went out and went straight back in. However, very rarely did Richmond go in, go out and not go straight back in. Yeah. That's what I think the difference was. Do you want to hear some cool stats? Last quarter, out. game on the line. You know, if it was eight or nine points at three-quarter time. Game was there to be won during the last quarter. Probably your four blokes that attended the most center bounces for Richmond. I'd say Martin, Graham, Bolton, Bolton Edwards. In the last quarter, Graham had 13. Martin had 12. Edwards had nine. Bolton had seven. Wow. And that's why we lost. Clearances in the last quarter. Prestia three, Martin two. 
they just smashed the clearances as well in the last quarter. So they had 19 to 10 clearances in their favour. Yeah, that's another big reason why the ball... But why, why the we, game we, didn't I think I've seen Teague comment on it. We were convincingly beaten. In, we had a bit of a moment during the second quarter going out of the middle. But on, on, overall, we were convincingly beaten at centre stoppages. As the great man, Mark Alvey, said on Twitter, we got creamed out of the middle. Oh, we did. We certainly did. Uh, Bolt, we've got so many replies. Beautiful, so we're back. We're back. And Blue Bag is, every week, just send us through any messages, any comments, any questions, anything at all that you want us to address. And I promise you, we will get to every single one that has been Before posted. Before we move on, the last thing, because I think he was the best feel-good story of the night, Oscar McDonald. John Ralph tweeted this. And I think everyone should hear this. This is how real the game of footy is. Oscar McDonald was going to play Vafa footy, which for those of you who don't know, local ammos, and finish his science degree in November when no one came calling after he was delisted. He just earned a $5,000 match payment as the Carlton sub. Wow. And he's going to hold his spot in that team. And I don't want to jump after one game. I think there's a future for him at our club. He's 24, 25. He's young, a KPP, who's who can entering... Who swing, who can swing. Who never played forward for Melbourne, never. He played, did he? As as frequently as Wiedering's played forward at Carlton. Okay, so he's a full back at Melbourne, come over. We've put a massive task ahead of him. We've said, go play a position you've never played. He's kicked two goals and a half. He looked great against St Kilda in the reserve, in the practice match last week. What more can you ask of him to this he point? He almost added composure forward of the ball. I was just so surprised at how good his tackling was. Two run-down tackles within the space of like 10 minutes. Good on him. Good on him. Bloody awesome. Those are the stories that we live for. Putting so... Fraser Dale's number to good use. <laughs> so, uh... Shout out to Daisy. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's run through the Twitter questions. Yeah, as I was saying, Blue Bag, is anything you'd like to us to address, just put them up. We'll address everyone that we get before we uh, record this. So apologies if some come through after we start recording, but that's the way it goes. So we've addressed Baz's. Uh, Josh Mindle says, do you wish Dow went down the gymnastics path <laughs> rather than AFL? Got to read out a couple funny ones here. Um, yeah. No comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure what was meant to say to that. Um, Look, I think with Dow, and you know, I've, you know, I've been somewhat critical of Dow, I thought it was better. I thought it was better. Definitely it's still, better. It's just not. It's I, frustrating. I want to quickly address Dow. So this is this is good. While it we was get better. It was definitely better. Uh, Paddy Dow tonight. Okay, let's let's start dissect, dissect the stats. Eighteen disposals only went at sixty percent. Kicked a goal. Kicked a goal. Had the three tackles. He had no marks, but he had 12 pressure acts. Only the one clearance, five inside 50. Did he tackle? One, uh, three, which is not bad. How much different is his at night and our night if he kicks that goal in the last quarter? It's huge, but that'll come. And, and, I agree. He just... Uh, I'll put it to you this you know, way. Richmond's first goal to Arts was an errant handball from him going into mm. the corridor. But at, he did make up for in that first he quarter. He did. He just... He, here's my he thing now. No matter what we thought of his game tonight, it was a trillion times better than any game he played last year. It was his best game 
since his first year. Under David Teague. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah, and he'll build on it. And that. I'm not saying it was great, but you know, in terms of mirroring his own games against themselves, it was probably improved. Yes, yes, I can agree with that. Uh, next one coming through on the Twitter line comes through from Brenton Patterson. Polish and composure, that is it. It feels like we aren't far off clicking as a team. Pers- personal- personnel and positions will change throughout the next few games. I don't mind seeing what we have and how it works. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's There's, there's a lot to trial and error here. Yeah, and a lot of changes will come in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Navy Blue Beck says, are we playing Levi purely based on his past? Hopeless as soon as the ball falls below his elbows. Yeah, yeah he was. Omak showed us more and can give Pitt a chip out. Murph's run and tackle is a long is long gone, but his vision and kicks inside 50 are great. How can we get him doing more of that, less of the other? Retweet. Well, let's quickly address this. I sort couldn't of, agree more sort of every three, single point made just then. There's sort of two pieces in this. Uh, are we playing Levi purely based on his past? No, I, I, I don't know. I think Levi's getting a fair bit of flack for tonight, probably unfairly. I didn't think he was that bad. I honestly thought McKay was worse. I didn't think Casbolt was great. I don't think he's playing based on his part. Because we need Casbolt right now. He's definitely got a role to play. He, but yeah, he look once the ball hits the ground, Casbolt's Casbolt may as well be having a picnic. He's irrelevant when the ball's on the ground. Yeah, yeah. He's, he looked a bit slow at one point. I think on the flank uh, in that last quarter, he dropped a mark and but he, he is, got pinged he, holding he, the ball. He is, there's definitely a spot for him in my opinion. No, I agree. I, look. I think he's getting unfair flack tonight, in my opinion. Uh, he had a really dodgy preseason. Was exactly, coming yeah, into yeah. it. It's the first time we've seen him this preseason. Underdone. Uh, second part of that question, I agree. Murph's run and tackle is probably long gone, but you're right. His vision and kicks inside 50 it's are beautiful. great. And yeah, probably need him a little bit more on the flanks to get the flank. We're going to get his address during the week. This is a former leader. For, he's probably still a leader around the club. Oh, he is in the leadership group. No? Yeah. What, what do you think... What, do I think what gets addressed? His lack of defensive game. I think writing's on the wall. If we know it, they probably know it. Oh, I... It's frustrating. And that, and he is really be good honest, with the footy. Let's be honest. That's why he just doesn't attend centre bounces because he can't oh, defend. Oh, he can't attend a centre bounce. Uh, Tracy Reed, Harry, if he don't doesn't take his damn set shots, I'll throttle him myself. <laughs> Come on, Harry. Uh, yeah, look, Tracy, you don't need to tell me. I was spewing when he got run down after taking the Mark Five meters out. I was absolutely just got spewing. no confidence in his kicking. He doesn't, and there was another one where he took a mark uh, about thirty meters around, out and wheeled around and did a snap. I mean, come on, that is just. You're literally telling the universe that you have no confidence in your set shots when you do that. Because if you had any sort of confidence, you'd go back and slot it. I don't care if he misses. I don't care. This is the thing. I don't care if McKay misses. Just go back and take the shot. If you've got a mark, that's all we're paying you to do. Go back and take it. You're not a little small forward. You're not Eddie Betts. Stop doing these wheel around snaps, these run-ons and take a set shot, man. Uh, Shane Davis says, is SPS in our best 22 going forward? And Nunes played well above his pay scale. Nunes played well. Let's clear that. Played very well. We've addressed that. And SPS, is he in our best 22? Well, 
When Nick Newman is fit to play, uh, he's probably one of the ones that we will question whether he goes out for Newman. Petrovsky Sedens. He's on notice. I think that's what we should say yeah. after tonight. He's on notice. Twelfth man in Oz says our effort is being majorly overrated. Seventy-five inside fifties to forty-one is an absolute thrashing. It's interesting though. Discuss this in the context of our players being at risk of majorly getting ahead of themselves. Yeah. Nah, nah. Is it so? What? So did the scoreboard flatter us? No. Because we had so many missed opportunities. I think we are going to be. I think we defended well because we're going to be a team that plays on the rebound. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely, I do not think that the players will get ahead of themselves. I think the players will probably be fairly filthy that they yeah, didn't get a result tonight. They'll be flat. Yeah, I think they'll be flat. I don't think they'll. Be, there's actually no ways the players will go back from that game and be like, Mate, oh, that was awesome." If we're there's going, no ways. Those, the Bolton days are long gone. Long gone. Long gone. Uh, more replies coming through. When it, this is from. Vici underscore Ampada says when it got tight our ball movement still looked like an elaborate and poorly excused prison break with the guards just waiting on the wall to shine the spotlight Dusty is Dusty would be nice in future to stop Bolton Castagna Graham Edwards cutting us to shreds yeah Edwards he's a sneaky he had a bit of the foot he's a sneaky little player Edwards he is someone you wouldn't mind on your team Uh, Luke McLaughlin says if uh, he says sorry can we continue to persist with O'Brien, Dow, Setterfield and the likes if we're going to make... Setterfield, that's what I'm keen to talk about. Yeah, he goes, if we're going to make the big leap, our bottom six need to improve dramatically. That's the area we are lacking most. Forward's still a big problem and looks very predictable at times tonight. Saad was huge. So let's get the little bits out of the way. Forward line, a uh, big problem. Yeah, I think forward line was a big problem tonight, to be honest. Uh, didn't get enough goals from our forwards. Uh, Do you think... Do you think yeah, Betts, was, was Betts a notable omission tonight? Is Betts playing next week? Well, here's another one. Who who goes out for Betts? Well, let's save this. Let's yeah, we'll save, save this it. for when we talk I about the team. Now. Yeah, no, nah, we're going to save that. Line. Uh, Setterfield, Bolt. You wanted to talk about wow. Setterfield. I was very disappointed. And yes, Luke Side was huge, by the I way. I was very disappointed with Setterfield tonight. I'm a massive Setterfield fan. I thought he was fan. put out of position. He's playing on the outside. Almost on a wing at times. He just did a lot of nothing. Yeah. He was... He's better than that. I don't know. He just... Setterfield needs to... They need to put him in the middle more. Mm-hmm. In the guts. Yeah. That's where he plays his oh, best I form. love Setters. But yeah. he just didn't do it for me tonight. I'm not sure why. I've heard mixed feedback on him. I just... Yeah. I mean, a couple people messaged us saying they thought he was good. Well, not for me tonight. But that's me. John S says, is this the last time that we will be seeing Lockie O'Brien in the AFL for a while? Natural replacement for Martin. Who gets picked first out of Levi or Oscar if we had to pick one? <laughs> I'm disappointed with Levi tonight. His hands were made of metal. metal uh, the ball just bounced off. Uh, let's talk about... We have pretty much addressed the O'Brien, uh, the Oscar and Levi discussion. Let's talk about O'Brien. It's great that there's like another character that's like, you know, catapulted his name into like selection. Yeah, it's awesome. This discussion. is what we want. Uh, is this the last time we'll be seeing O'Brien in the AFL for a while? I don't know. I don't know. Because as much as he was disappointing after the first quarter, the team probably go back and look at that and go, well, 
he sort of proved it to us that he can do things. And they're probably now going to say, how do we make him get more involved for longer? He probably... Yeah. Is he, an, is he a lock to go out? Seems the obvious one for Williams, doesn't it? Mm. With all due respect. It seems the easy decision to make. Yeah, probably does. It's an interesting one. But I'll, I, I think I'll, we'll, I think it's we'll, hard to say that's, if that's the last we'll see. Nah, it's I think round we'll one. again this year. Yeah. Uh, John Connell says, Can we not overreact? We played damn well. We're missing key players against the best team in the comp and really only lost because of the best big game player in our lifetime. He is a freak. It's actually pro- probably a pretty he good summary. He is a freak. That, I mean... You can't play him when he's in that a mood like that. Is it fair to say he is clearly the best player in the AFL right now by the length of the Flemington? He changes games like no one else does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they didn't have him tonight, they don't win. You'd like to have him on your team. Wow, you would. Uh, Tim's Trading says, Again, nothing has changed from last season. Our forward line does not convert. We just have no anger about us. We are too soft. Speaking of anger, would you make of... Mackay putting his body into Vlosten early on. As as uh, the famous Heath Buck says, have a sook. Come on, we're playing footy. We're playing AFL. What do they expect? I loved it. I loved seeing the crowd get so... Mate, Harry Mackay, if he... Because that was coming. I mean, you could see it from a mile away. If he had shied away from that, I would have lost it. He needed to do that. I liked it. Set the tone and early. Big, Set the tone early. Big full forward. Yeah. Clunking himself into a hard Richmond halfback flanker. This is a great comment from Ben Reed. He says, Harry has had a full preseason to work on goal kicking and still looks bereft of confidence and composure. Yep. Who is coaching this guy on his routine and fundamental kicking action? So I'm not sure, and I'm not saying they're doing a bad job. I think mentally, he's probably mentally just... Anxious. Yeah. It's frustrating because even that game late last year against the Swans, he had a couple shots where he instinctively snapped. So it's interesting. Mm. Eden Winter says the most important stat is goals and behinds. 11 goals and 16 misses. That is 42% accuracy. If I went at 42% accuracy at work, I'd be uh, deregistered. Yep. Yeah, it's a tough one to respond to. Uh, <laughs> Darren Cope says, we need to strengthen the midfield. Gibbo is my choice. It should have been addressed through the off-season. And Navy Blue Beck says, I agree with you 100%, Darren. Gibbons is an interesting one, isn't he? He is. He you can't, barely had a pre-season. As in, can, you, can you take him out after tonight? Nah, because he hit the scoreboard. Two goals. See, I think Gibbons is good. Yeah, Gibbons is fine. Gibbons wasn't an issue. He, he's sometimes a bit annoying. But sometimes he surprises you. Yeah. Henry uh, at Roldy9 says, What's the reason for the lack of fight when a teammate is down? We got bullied by Richmond in the fight and left Harry out to dry. It just shattered his confidence. Mm, it's hard one to say, to be honest. Mm. So, I was thinking about it. How weird would it have been sitting in this, in an empty, you know, playing footy in front of an empty stand? Like the yeah. MCG. Would have been bizarre. Uh, Michael Saravolo says, if you guys had to look at the game as a whole, do you believe there was more positive than negatives to take away or the other way around? 
I think there were more positives for sure. There were, but like, we've got to win. Like, at what point... Do you get what I mean? Like, Are you, are you going to say at what point is any type of loss just not good enough? Yeah. Yeah. And I know we're playing Richmond, three of the last four premierships, I get it. But we were a goal down, time on into the last quarter. Mm. Do you get what I mean? No, I get what you mean. The game's there to be pinched. Henry Ross Stubbs says, not a bad footy side, we will win next week. What do you boys think? Next week's critical. Let's save that talk for the preview. Let's Let's just wait on a little bit. Next week's massive though. Massive. Tim D. Phillips says, Dow looked better, but still him and O'Brien butchered the ball hard. I also can't see Saad, Doherty, and SPS gelling together. We need a better defensive half-backer. Like yeah, oh, well, we spoke about that in the preseason. We do need a, sh- a probably another yes. shut, pure shutdown player. Tune into our preseason edition of the show, just because the season started. A lot of that stuff is still relevant, so tune in. You'll hear us address that uh, and he went on to say Plowman, Wiedering and Jones were all terrific loved Fogarty's first game uh, yeah I wouldn't say Jones was terrific personally but Plowman and Wiedering I thought were would you agree with that? yep uh, Daniel Imbessi says 53 to 17 inside 50s after half time where is our midfield pressure going to come from? there was no stopping them from centre clearances mm. they were waltzing out yeah they were uh, David Patmore. Well, actually, let's just address his question. Where is our midfield pressure going to come from? They plot a bit on the defense, our midfield. They're always lacking behind. I think the midfield can... I don't think it's a great two-way midfield, two-way running midfield. No. It's, it's not a great not. one. Well, maybe Zach Williams. We'll see. Uh, David Patmore says, keen on your thoughts on Fogarty. Looks composed and when compared to LOB, Lucky O'Brien, who I was disappointed with in the second half, would like to see him get a few weeks together to settle, but he worries me, boys. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, David, yeah, I think I think, o- I think O'Brien worries everyone. You know, top 10 pick. Club's invested a lot into him. You want to see more than what you've seen to date? Yeah, no doubt. And uh, what are our thoughts on Fogarty's first game? I think we've basically addressed it. Yeah. Bolt reckons nor here nor there. It was par. I, I thought he was I thought it was a pass. Uh Tommy has says enough potting Levi on here. Too many short memories. The guy was short of a gallop tonight, but he's heart and soul and a highly valuable commodity as a forward rack. Tommy, I agree. I don't know. I know probably unpopular opinion, clearly, but I agree. Yeah. I know you might not. But about Levi being Oh yeah. I didn't think it was great. Yeah, no, that's fair. Dr. Blue says center clearances were 19 to 10 Richmond's way without Cochin. That's a fair point as well. Cochin didn't play. Can Williams and maybe Martin help fix that? Yes. Yes. Williams will get a lot of clearances. Absolutely. I think we were clearly, clearly missing Williams tonight. Uh, Brett Maximovich says, can't let a team like Richmond go inside 50, 70 plus times. Hats off to the back six for keeping it under control. Yeah, I agree. Hats off. They were awesome. Williams and Martin for Sauce and O'Brien next week. Well, look, let's, if Martin's fit, that's probably the changes. Yeah, let's get into next week. Uh, we're going to run through just the very last ones here. Uh, Sam Walsh, AA this year. Hopefully. Hope so. uh, who comes out for Martin Williams? Sorry, that one, by the way, was from Maddie B. Uh, Patrick Amenta says, who comes out for Martin and Williams? We'll address that shortly. 
Uh, Talbot Henry says, Williamson, too one-dimensional, feel like he panics too. I think you mentioned that, Bob. Yeah. Uh, another one from Jim Fiddler. Why did Fisher not work hard on his non-preferred right side over yes, the summer? Yes, I commented on this during enough. the game. It was very obvious. It's just... Doesn't have a right foot. Something about left foot is not having a right foot. But then again, <laughs> our number six survived with it, so... Uh, no, I think Simo had a right foot. Steady. I think he... Maybe earlier in his career. He wheeled onto the right a couple times. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Simo lover, as you can tell. Uh, Luko Avramov says, I think it's time we can't play both Murphy and Ed Kerno in the same team. Thoughts? I don't think they're... I don't think they're the same players. No, we playing. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I don't know. Fair one, Luko. Um... Mickey C says, please incorporate a 20-minute segment where you both just swear profusely about the Liam Jones deliberate. <laughs> We've got kids. we got kids yeah. listening to this, Mickey. <laughs> we can't do that. Uh, Franco says, Levi, Harry O'Brien, brain fades, killed us. That is a statement. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't agree more, Franco. Uh, Shannon Emanuel says, Williams, the difference. Couldn't help the injured unavailabilities, but geez, he would have changed things in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, just silly. Silly that he uh, didn't play. Uh, that is all we have got time for, Blue Baggers. And oh, very quickly, Lechdog says Goat Mac. That one's just popped through <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, I'm sorry if there's some replies after this, but that is what we've got time for at the moment. Uh, and any replies that do come through after we record this, I'm sorry that we don't address, but... Yeah, obviously, once it's done and dusted, that is all that's, that's all she wrote. Uh, but moving on, next week, very quickly, changes. Let's assume Silvani's not going to play. I think he'll play. Well, let's go both ways. If Silvani's unfit, he's out. He'll be replaced Do by... Do we know a timeline on Jack Martin? Interesting. Uh, I've heard a few different things. I've heard... Could be this week. I've heard they don't know. Let's say Silvani and Martin are out. For me, it's as simple as... Silvani for Williams? It's Betts and Williams for Silvani and O'Brien. Yeah. And if Martin's fit... Oh, hold on. Oscar McDonald's going to come in. He has to come into the 22. So I'm going to say McDonald and Williams for O'Brien and Silvani. And Eddie and Betts is, is my 23rd. But you want someone... You probably need someone with versatility as your 23rd man. Yeah, you can't have bets as the 23rd bets. man. It's the 23rd man. Bets may have to wait. Gibbons wouldn't have done bets any favours. Mm. It might be Matt Kennedy as your 23rd man. Question. If Martin and Silvani are both fit, what happens? Martin... And Williams in for O'Brien and who? So let's say Martin, Williams and McDonald in. Yes. All three for O'Brien and who are the two outs? It's got to be Williamson, I reckon. But there's no direct... Nah, it can't be. It's definitely not going to be Williams. Everyone moves back down the line. Martin comes up, Nunes pushes a bit more defensive. Nah, it changes the structure too much. There's no ways they'll do that. Williamson plays. Absolutely Williamson plays. He's not getting dropped off tonight. I don't think Martin and Silvani will play. As in, I think we have to be under the assumption that if you're subbed off with the medical sub, you're not going to be in line to play in seven days' time. 
There is no way Nick Floston misses next week. They've got a 10-day break, so it'll be interesting. I think it's rubbish, this new sub thing. Rubbish. I'm keen to see the percentage of players playing the week the round after being subbed off. That's the defining stat. Mm. Uh, okay. Team's gonna it's gonna be a squeeze next week. Such a squeeze. Such a squeeze. Because the bottom four coming into the game were probably O'Brien, Gibbons, Fogarty. Or is and... Dow holding his spot with Williams coming in? Gonna be close. No, well, I think I think Williams is Williams O'Brien. That swap is locked away. That's locked away. Yeah. And then McDonald for Silvani. That swap's locked away. Yeah. If Silvani's fit, you know, it's so stiff. But Fogarty might go out. Yeah, it's cool. it's tight. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you can take Fogarty out after tonight. Probably not. And they're not going to drop Murphy. It's such a good problem to have. I love that we're talking about it. It's hard to pick it. Yeah. I'm going to make a bold call here. Oh, it can't happen. It won't happen because of structure. I was going to say maybe Petrovsky said and get squeezed out. but that oh, no. Williamson goes before Petrovsky yeah, said. No, yeah, yeah, no, it can't happen because of structure. Definitely not. Uh, yeah. Could you imagine if Martin plays reserves? No. I, I think... I, I want Betts to play next week. Well, who goes out for him? I just think the fact we didn't get a goal out of Fisher, Fogarty and Murphy. We need goals. Going to sound crazy. We have to ask the question, though. Could Murphy maybe be omitted? Just the 11 touches. So tough. Nah, I'd go Fogarty first. Now, next week is critical. Yeah. Next week's crunch for us. Against a team we should be elevating ourselves clear, ahead of. I will say, though, we, we clearly to got to more defensive week. pressure acts from Fogarty over Murphy. Clearly. I know. The, no, the coaches won't drop Fogarty. It's going to be interesting. I don't think Martin or Silvani will play. Okay. If Martin's pinged a calf, he's not going to miss a week off a calf. Yeah, yeah. And Betts only played a half in the twos. Mm. It should be as direct as Williams. I think we can arrive at a general consensus of coming into the 22 being Williams, McDonald for Silvani O'Brien. And the 23rd man is maybe like a stalker or something. Kennedy, yeah. See if Cunningham gets onto the emergencies this week. Yeah, I wonder how he played today. Do we have stats very quickly before we end the show? For I the haven't seen match? him personally. Um, yeah, wow, it'll be interesting to um, to read that to see what his stats were like. I'll quickly see if I can whip them up on Twitter. But yeah, Cunningham, that was a... I mean, we've spoken about it in the season preview, but a little bit of a weird uh, situation there. Uh, so the tweeter said Kennedy, Stocker and Parks were all impressive Betts was damaging up forward. Uh, we smacked him, by the way, just quietly. Did we? Yeah, we won by five goals. Okay. Uh, yeah, Cunningham kicked a goal, and Williams was influential around the contest, which is something that you want to hear. Uh, 
yeah, no stats from that game. It was just a VFL practice Yeah, we'll game. see him during the week. But yeah, we will see him during the week. But I think we've covered it all, yeah. haven't we? It's good to be back at the footy. It was awesome. Awesome to be back. Always now, Blue Baggers, we'll be back next week following the Collingwood match. So be certain there, uh, to tune in. Now, we won't be doing a preview of that match. We just do the post-match uh, analysis, and we sort of preview the following week, as we just did now with the Collingwood match. And we look forward to uh, another week. And how good is it just, by the way, to have footy back? We've got another 21 it games It changes your 10. life, doesn't it? It does. Life changed over the next six months. Yeah. Blue Baggers, thank you so much for tuning in to the very first official edition of the Blues Footy Podcast for season 2021. We had our season preview, but this is... Round one. Analyzing round one. It was great to be back at the MCG. The footy is back. We're back, Bolt. Looking forward to doing it all again next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Blues Footy Podcast. They will know that they've been playing against the famous.